1: Severe Utah weather special coverage with Dave and
2: A massive snowstorm uh, really exposed what I would consider a big safety threat to Utah families, uh, who were shocked uh, to find out. A lot of it was through neighborhood word of mouth to check their home's exterior vents, these natural gas ventilation systems for your furnaces and your water heaters. Um. That could easily clog up from from the snow that we were getting. And then the natural appliances, gas appliances, just can't vent. So in return, what you get is dangerous levels of CO, carbon monoxide, stacking up in your home. And carbon monoxide, as we all know, like kills you in your sleep if it's not vented, if yeah. your appliances aren't vented properly. And I showed you some pictures, Dave, of some of these... Uh, ventilation systems uh, that were in the exteriors of homes in my community. And personally, I thought, how how are they so low to the ground? I mean, snow could easily cover these things.
1: Yeah, and, and it's one thing if it's just uh, 18 inches or two feet, like a huge snowstorm. But when you start including the wind drifts that are six, eight feet tall, yeah, it completely covers it and covers it by feet, these vents. So... What happens? Where does that gas go? Have you ever,
2: you've lived in Kaysville a really long time. Um, I lived in Conwood Heights for 27 years. I never heard of this. I never heard of this. No.
1: We we don't get typically that kind of snow like you do up on Uh, the benches. I did
2: because I was right at the mouth of big Conwood Canyon and I would have feet of snow piled around my home. And not once did I have, uh, I never had a CO detector go off never had issues with the ventilation system. Thinking about myself walking around the exterior of my home a million times, there were never vents that were low to the ground. But in this case, I saw on Facebook, lots of vents that were just right close to the ground. And I thought, my goodness, I mean, families need to know about this, right?
1: Well, and you have vents on top of your roof as well. So when the snow is just dumping at this rate, you can even even clog up some of those vents.
2: KSL five television's Kara Bracken on the phone live with us. She was live in South Jordan this morning. Uh, we also KSL five TV was out uh, in the Daybreak area late last night where this was where this was happening. Um, Kara, how much how much snow were these? Uh, I, you know, I, I live out there, but I haven't been home in like two days because of the snow. So, how much uh, snow did was out there?
0: Hey, good morning. So we actually ended up uh, doing a a bit of a spin. And so we were in Salt Lake. That's where we're falling now. But in daybreak, yeah, they woke up. A lot of those neighbors had woken up to what you guys are mentioning with that no heat situation. But the power wasn't out. So, you know, you kind of got those two things going on. But, uh, yeah, those exhaust vents, that's really what was the deal there. The snow, it was just piling up so deep. We saw how much snow was just dumping uh, in the valley. So same thing going on down there. But then also those drifts causing those vents you know clogging those up and uh making where there's no heat coming through
1: so does the furnace automatically shut down when these vents get blocked up or it's just a lack of circulation why does it stop working
0: Right. So it's one of those things that uh, for a lot of families, we, we've heard from one of them, and they mentioned that, you know, after the troubleshooting, kind of trying to figure out what was going on, why they weren't getting heat, but they had power. Um, they just found that it was buried. So when they say buried, I don't know if that means, you know, like a whole foot on top or what, but it wasn't mm-hmm. enough for them to have to take the effort to go out there several times during the day to make sure it had plenty of circulation going in and out uh, to make sure they could get the heat back on. So it's an easy fix relatively, but A lot of work to do throughout
2: the day. Yeah, Kara, so I'm a member of the community Facebook page out there because, like I said, I moved out there last summer to the Daybreak area from Cottonwood Heights. I'd never heard of this. And thankfully, one of my dear friends, when I got off the air yesterday, sent me a text message and she said, you need to check the community Facebook page because she was worried that CO could possibly be backing up into my home. And I would have no clue because I have been staying downtown because of all this snow since Tuesday. I've been down uh, near Broadcast House. And so I spent most the better part of the afternoon trying to figure this out. And I actually ended up emailing the HOA and they said, yeah, I mean, you need to clear out any vents. Well, I don't even know where my vents are, to be honest with you. This was like A major wake-up call to me. I had no idea. But I know that one of the homeowners out there that uh, KSL 5 TV interviewed last night or yesterday, she woke up and said, oh, my gosh, it's cold in my house. Uh, The heat had kicked off. Let Let me play some of that sound. Uh, she went outside and started, you know, looking for vents. I guess maybe called her dad or something. Somebody told her, go go start digging out the vents, uh, the ventilation system. So
0: I went outside and sure enough, they were completely blocked, and I shoveled them off. And as soon as they were uncovered, I came back in the house and the heater kicked back on. And
2: then I saw other posts that said their heater was working just fine, but there was a smell of like natural gas in their home. So I guess we've got two different situations maybe the same problem
0: right and I guess it really goes back to just being able to find you know where those exhaust vents are like you mentioned you know it's not something that a lot of people just know exactly where they are so one thing that uh, we heard from a service technician for for one of the uh, companies out there talking about they're usually found on roofs or near the foundation of the home so that's a good starting point
1: Kara Bracken thank you for joining us from KSL 5 television
2: They are so close in some of these photographs to the foundation of some of these homes that I cannot figure out uh, if that, I I would assume that an inspector went out and approved all that, uh, but how you would keep up with that in a snowstorm like yesterday. And in fact, some people were saying they had to go out several times throughout the day to clear those vents um, to make sure that CO wasn't backing up into their home. But this is wild to me.
1: It's this one of those. It's one of those situations where you realize, oh, maybe building codes did not think of this, and in Utah, this is something we have to deal with occasionally. Big snowstorms, sure. the snow drifts that start clogging up some of these vents.
2: I want to. I want to. Um, I'm looking forward to our next conversation with um, Any Hour Services. Uh, Caitlin is it Mike Wilson who's calling the show? She's on the phone right now. Caitlin, our producer's on the phone right now, probably. Uh, thanking Kara Bracken for us. But I, I want to talk to any of our services about this because I wonder if there's a fix, a more permanent fix to this and where you don't have to you know, lift the vents five feet off the ground through some sort of remodel, but maybe there's some vents or some vent covers that we can buy because, look, I've been downtown. This is just my situation. I can't imagine. I've seen other people there like, I've been out of town. I don't know if my vents are covered. And you walk in and you have the potential of CO backing up or your heaters kicked off for a few days and now you've got pipe issues. So you see where I'm going with this, Dave?
1: Yeah. I have no idea how many vents I have in my house. Or where. Or where they're at, what they do, which ones I need to pay attention to, which ones I can ignore. So we'll bring on any hour services next. uh, And they can walk us through what to be aware of. Severe Utah weather. Special coverage with David it uh,
2: Kept not only South Jordan residents uh, scrambling yesterday to keep uh, carbon monoxide from building up inside their homes due to these uh, natural gas exterior vents that were being blocked by snow or blowing snow or snow drifts, however you want to say it. But Harriman City tweeted late yesterday a warning to its residents about the same thing because apparently firefighters were responding throughout the day to multiple co-related calls carbon monoxide uh, due to these snow drifts causing improper venting dave in a moment we're going to get tips from an expert I-, I wonder if there's a simple fix for this besides shoveling every few hours which is what people were doing and i haven't been home in two days so i don't know i I hope my CO detector's not going off.
1: I'll tell you this. I, I wish this class was taught in high school or even college, right? Basic home maintenance, what vents are used for, what they do. I There are so many pipes and vents and things in my house. I don't know what they're attached to. I don't know what they do.
2: Well, I also noticed that at Broadcast House here, we got an email from the gas company uh, yesterday afternoon warning about this. And I thought, "You know, I'd lived in Cottonwood Heights for years i I mean, I've never heard of this before. I don't know if the vents were on the roof, if they were high enough up the wall that I never had this issue and I right. got a ton of snow. I was snow blowing all the time. I was always digging out up there, uh moved to South Jordan, and then to get the snowstorm of the century, apparently over the last two days. I haven't been home, but i I you know." I don't know how you're supposed to know all this stuff unless when you purchase a home, somebody says, hey, uh, a couple things you need to know about this home that's different than other construction. But maybe this is a longtime construction practice. Maybe this is new. I I don't know.
1: And let's be honest, Deb, You, you live a lot farther west. When we expect, you know, 18 inches 24 inches of snow we're thinking about the benches right at the, yeah. the mouth of the canyons that that would be understandable if you're in daybreak on the west side i harriman. i was shocked yeah, yeah harriman
2: oh they did when i moved out there they're like we don't get as much snow as you did get up there in those hills over there in coltwood <laughs> heights I'm like, I don't until this know, year i don't even know i'm gonna ski home uh, mike wilson any hour services uh, let's talk about the CO danger first and the ventilation systems I've seen posted seem particularly low to the ground. So when, when, when they say be weary of me concerned about snow drifts, I just think you just need a few inches of snow, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is just when there is blowing snow that there's a problem. So let's start, let's start with the CO uh, backing up into these homes. If these vents are clogged by snow
3: sure so i mean the first thing you've got usually the vents are going to vent low to the ground if your equipment is in a basement because they you have distance um, restrictions on high efficiency equipment as far as like how how far of a run you can run for those vents okay. and so that's why those usually vent out low to the ground, it's not usually a problem unless we have a storm like we did yesterday where um, it's lots of snow really quickly and the wind happens to be blowing in just the right direction to make it actually pile up and cover it. And so whenever that is happening, you definitely want to be aware of where your appliances vent outside. It's not just furnaces. If if it's a high-efficiency furnace, if you have a high-efficiency water heater like a tankless or something, those also vent out uh, low to the ground. And so you're going to want to watch those. Most high-efficiency equipment is going to have some kind of – safety mechanism uh, like a vacuum switch or an induction fan where it should sense when it's not venting and it preemptively shuts it down. So like, you know, the people in Harriman that were experiencing the the shutdown, um, their system, they probably noticed first that their heat wasn't coming on. And that is a safety precaution that the furnace manufacturers build in. And then if you go and you cover those vents, when your furnace goes back through another ignition cycle, it should come back on. Now, if you have if you happen to have a vent up high on the on the roof and it gets covered and it is feeding a uh, like a standard water heater, there it's possible that if that gets blocked, you could have CO leaking into the house. And that just goes back to why it's so important to make sure that you have some kind of CO detector into the house, whether it's the kind that tie in with your smoke detectors and and can alert the whole home, or it's a plug-in down there in the equipment room to make sure that you're getting notified whenever there are um, abnormally high levels of co2
1: in the home mike i'm I'm gonna be honest uh been a homeowner for a lot of years i I haven't given vents really two seconds of thought which vents do i need to absolutely be aware of Are, are there more out there or is it just the the furnace vent that is the priority one
3: Well, I would walk around the exterior of your home and see what kinds of things are coming out. So like I said, if you do have a tankless water heater and a high efficiency furnace, you may have two vents coming out uh, on the side of the home and you need to pay attention to both of those. But it's also possible that those could both be coming in uh, at the same place. You also need to look for a, sometimes there is a, if you go into your equipment room in the basement, sometimes you'll see like an eight to 10 inch pipe bringing fresh air into the house. That's actually combustion air. Those gas appliances need that combustion air to work properly. And if that is uh, bringing fresh air in low to the ground and you have snow drifts that pile up on it, you're going to want to clear the snow away from it as well. And, again, it's it's not – the CO2, it it can – it is dangerous, and you want to be aware of that. But the most common – Problem that people are going to experience is that it is going to cause the systems to stop working. If you have really high winds, it's possible that it could blow out like a pilot light on your water heater. But yeah, just walking around your home and knowing where things are. And I heard you guys talking about how what's a homeowner supposed to do? How are they supposed to know all yeah. these things? There's so much there is to so know. Much. Yeah, and, and that's that's one of the things that we try to do here is we, we put a lot of resources towards trying to educate homeowners. So if you went to YouTube and you looked up Any Hour Services, we have over 100 videos that we made where I'm at my house and I'm showing – here 's how you flush a water heater here 's how you replace an outlet. Here are these vents. If your furnace does stop working, what are the first five things that you need to try before you need to call a technician and, and so like with your furnace and your HVAC system, airflow is the number one most important thing, and so that includes that airflow of the exhausting the dangerous gases outside of the home as well. so you just need to be aware of those vents and most of the time. It's like I say. It's not going to. It doesn't mean that your furnace is broken. It just means that something it interrupted the the normal operation of that furnace. And the furnace manufacturers, the engineers knew that this was a potential hazard, and so they built in redundancy so that it would self diagnose that shut down to hopefully try and save people from from harm.
1: We're speaking with Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and uh, tr- trying to really pick his brain and find out. Is there a real danger? What happens if some of these vents get covered up, as they are right now, being covered up by huge snow drifts and the crazy amount of snow we've gotten over the last couple of days? Uh, how about a dryer vent? Is, is there any danger with the, the dryer vent?
3: No, well, I mean, your dryer's not going to work as well, but your that dryer vent, all it's doing is it is exhausting uh, warm moist air that it's extracting from the wet clothes that are in the house and so kind of like when the dryer vent gets clogged up with too much lint the the whole way that it works is you've got this big heat exchanger and you blow that hot air over those clothes as they're tumbling around and if it doesn't get rid of that Warm, moist air The clothes will never dry So that one's not as much of a a dangerous situation But it definitely is an annoyance uh, Just the same way as if you were to get too much lint. But yeah, you could watch the dryer
2: vents as well Mike, we've got about literally 30 seconds left I think it's an important question uh, to get asked Besides running out and shoveling Which people were doing out in the southwest end of the valley Their vents every few hours Is there some sort of a cover that people could buy That could prevent this The snow from drifting in and covering those vents that would still keep the carbon monoxide from building up inside the home?
3: Uh, Unfortunately, you you have to be aware of it. I mean, if you were, uh, you know, had some ingenuity, you could like try and block something off, but you don't want to block it so much that it's not getting fresh air. Just pay attention to it and keep it uh, keep the snow away from it as much as possible
2: great information
1: mike wilson any hour services thanks
2: yeah i know i appreciate that and do i as a homeowner think it's my responsibility absolutely absolutely it's my responsibility to know Uh, i just would have liked to have known this uh before yesterday and i so appreciate Uh, you know what really stood out to me is we got neighbors out there helping neighbors Really. I mean, this is what that was about. The community pulled together yesterday, neighbors helping neighbors, notifying neighbors of this potential life-threatening safe, life safety issue in those communities. So thank you, neighbors.
4: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
1: She was tear-gassed and beaten.
4: Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds.